0: Welcome to Newcastle Libraries Real. This is our children's series. Newcastle Libraries can be accessed from wherever you live with the Newcastle Library app. Put borrowing at your fingertips. I invite you to close your eyes and imagine. Imagine that there are no buildings, no roads, no cars, just the trees, plants, animals and the very first storytellers of this land, the Awabakal and Waramai people. So I acknowledge them as the traditional custodians of this beautiful land in which we live. Welcome to our podcast series for families, Chats with fabulous children's authors and illustrators. I'm Karen Eastwood, and each episode I will chat to authors and illustrators who are connected to this creative city of Newcastle.
1: I love all the books. Probably grab chapter books because I'm really into them. And the reasons I like reading is because it's enjoyable, relaxing and interesting.
0: Hi, I'm Karen Eastwood and this is Chats with Fabulous Children's Authors and Illustrators. This week's special episode is all about Book Week, in schools and libraries across Newcastle, teachers and students will be expecting to hear the familiar catch cry, "Hi, I'm Karen and I'm Joe, and together we are the, the Book Week, Week Show. Show." But Book Week's going to be a bit different this year. And today in the studio, I have Joe Cashin to talk about all things Book Week during a pandemic. So welcome to chats, Joe. Thanks, Karen. So tell us, tell me, how long have we been doing Book
1: Week together? Well, I think you and I have been doing it for about five years. Mm -hmm. But before that, I mean, the library's always done something for Book Week for as long as it's existed, I think.
0: It's a long tradition, isn't it?
1: It is a long tradition. Before you and I did it, Julie and I and...
0: And Sally and I.
1: And Sally and you. And then also one year
0: I did it with Tantrum with Lucy Shepherd.
1: Yeah, and before that... Before we even went out to schools, we had schools come in and there were book parades, you know, costume parades and the Lord Mayor would come and judge the costumes. It was all very exciting.
0: So it's always been a special event. Yes, it has. Mm. But this year's theme is Curious Creatures, Wild Minds. So we don't labour the theme but we'll probably use it more as a backdrop to our ideas, wouldn't you say?
1: Yeah, we usually do try to tie it in but it often depends on what books that strike our fancy that year and whether or not they easily lend themselves towards fitting in with that theme. Yeah. Curious Creatures Wild Minds is a pretty easy theme though, particularly because a lot of the books this year were about animals.
0: Yeah. Yeah. We really struck lucky on that. Didn't we, we really did. So Joe, for those people listening who don't really know much about Book Week other than it's an event around books, can you give people a little bit of an idea about the history of it? What's it about?
1: So Book Week is the Children's Book Council of Australia or the CBCA. They have judges that Uh, from each state in Australia and territory and they compile a list of books that have been published in the previous 12 months by Australian authors or illustrators. They create a long list Mm -hmm. and then they read every single one of those (laughs) books, which must take a massive amount of time. Mm. Mm. And then they compile a short list and from those they choose the winners and the honourable mentions. And they have several categories such as older readers and younger readers and picture books. And they even have a separate one for, I think it's new illustrators. The point of Book Week is the books that are selected by the Children's Book Council of Australia and they create a long and a short list and they must be published by an Australian author or illustrator within the previous 12 months.
0: So at the end of our book week show, after we've actually done the performance and we've brought to life um, a selection of these amazing books, we then invite the children to vote on their favourite books in the same way that the judges have voted for their favourite books and awarded those. We get the children to use their clapper clapping now. And depending on the the volume of clapping for each book, that determines which book that particular school has chosen as their favourite from our Book Week show.
1: But we don't tell them what the winners are until after they've voted.
0: Yeah, and it's interesting, isn't it? The books that schools vote for... It's not always the favourites. You can't determine who's going to choose the favourite. Oh, sometimes some of the funny ones get in.
1: Yeah, often it's surprising though the reaction that you get to particular books. Even the serious ones that we have done have mm. had a very great response.
0: Yeah. Oh well, sorry day was a sorry good day example was a very
1: good example.
0: How about we tell our audience a little bit about the process that we use or the process that we take to actually create the book week show that we take out to schools and to the different libraries?
1: Yeah well the very first thing we do is when the shortlist comes out which is usually about June I think Mm. we try to read all of the books for the younger children Mm. that are on the list. So we aim to have our show for the kindergarten to year two-ish yeah. one so we tend to go for the picture books and the sometimes the non-fiction if they're appealing it's they got that. a
0: good story with them um with the year we did phasmid that was a great yes a great story about the phasmid of lord howe island that's right i do remember lots of facts from that still. <laughs> stories are a great way to learn facts and of course they this are. year cicada is um one of our uh, non-fiction books that we're using
1: yes and one of the other great non-fiction books they had this year was young dark emu mm. of course by bruce pascoe and while we refer to it in our show we haven't actually used it because it will be over the head of most of yeah the cater to age group
0: yeah but we do yeah we refer to it in the beginning yeah so we do our reading yes we do we create our own short list
1: and then we get together and we discuss our short list and have a few arguments. <laughs> yeah.
0: And the books that really have a strong appeal for whatever reason are the ones that get in.
1: Yeah, so whether they've got good characters, fun characters like Grandma Zed. She was marvellous. She was marvellous. <laughs> or like a really good plot, one that really moves and travels and yeah is really engaging. Or ones that are significant like it's a sorry day.
0: Yep. And also ones that fit well to the theme. So, for example, this year, Curious Creatures Wild Minds, the um, Encyclopedia of Ugly Animals by Sammy Bailey. The
1: Illustrated Encyclopedia of Ugly Animals. Yes.
0: Illustrated Encyclopedia of Ugly Animals by Sammy Bailey has been just a perfect fit for this year. So
1: perfect.
0: So much so we... We're actually using some of those animals to host the show. We are. to find um, nice books to read. Thank you for tuning in to Chats with fabulous authors and illustrators. Use your library membership to access our online children's stories at Storybox, RB Digital and BorrowBox. You might like to visit one of our branches or book the kids in for a program. You'll find lots of information at the Newcastle Library's website. Newcastle.nsw.gov.au forward slash library. So we then we start uh, scripting.
1: Uh yeah. We usually make a short list together of about six books, although I think our record is nine. Yes. But some of those were just references. Like, do not lick this book.
0: Yes. That was just snuck in there. That was snuck
1: in there. This year we're making reference to a total of seven books and we 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 initially had eight but we did cut a story because the play was getting a bit too long. Yeah. But we're only doing four stories with reference to the other three. Yeah, yeah. All will be revealed. Yes. And then, yeah, so we do a rough script of each book individually and we usually try to do at least one reader's theatre, which we did do this year and then we had to change it because... COVID-19. COVID-19.
0: That's okay. Mm. It, we're very adaptable. So then we thread those books together with an overarching storyline.
1: Yes, we do. But so... We try to take them and make one cohesive storyline, which is it can be quite tricky Mm. sometimes. Mm. Sometimes we – so in the past we've structured the play as a TV show um, with each story interspersed with ads for the library, of Mm -hmm. course. Get that library card and it's free. It's free. (laughs) And then what else have we done? Well, we've done a treasure hunt with Find My Treasure Mm -hmm. and the journey where we started – with Desert Bike. It wasn't yeah. called Patchwork Bike. Yeah. We started in the desert with Patchwork Bike.
0: And moved through a farmyard scene and... Uh, we went
1: to the beach with Chip.
0: We did. Chip the seagull. And we went to the city where we met Gary the pigeon. And we went to the mountains where there was the snow wombat. So, oh, snow yeah. Wombat, there's yeah. yeah. The books can take you anywhere.
1: They do. Books. <laughs> I think that, that was, was the theme that yeah. <laughs> <Yeah.
0: laughs> Anyway, so... It process, back to process.
1: Yeah, so we once we've got our overarching cohesive storyline, we then read through the script a few times and make a lot of corrections because often we don't like the way it skins or when we say it out loud it doesn't feel like it's a natural speech. Um, we try to add some movement and sometimes we have to change things because – it won't work visually.
0: Yeah. And, yeah, and it, there's also that, that sense, as you said, of movement and rhythm because when you're working with young children, you're very conscious as well of not having them sit and watch a show for an entire 45 minutes. They need to have some space in between to be involved, to get up and move or be actively um, physically moving with our story in some way.
1: Which is part of what the Reader's Theatre is Yeah. Reader's Theatre is when we get the students or the teachers, they love it when we get the teachers up, to actually take on roles in the play. But we also have a lot of our audience participation, call and response things, yeah. you know, action.
0: And usually a song. Oh,
1: Usually more than one
0: song. Yeah, and some chanting or, yeah, it's it's good fun. But we we'll, we will talk also about how things are different this year.
1: They are different. Yeah, and once we've got the script... Fairly happy with that. Then we go to creating the backdrops and the props and um, the costumes, which was our challenge last year. That polar bear, rainbow bear costume. (laughs) Yes,
0: there are more changes than a Diana Ross concert, that's for sure.
1: Yes, there's certainly a Diana Ross concert.
0: (laughs) Anyway, so. There's a lot
1: of laughing.
0: Yes, there's a lot of laughing. This year brought a lot of challenges. One was the uncertainty of whether we will be going to schools or not going to schools. Some schools were up for having visitors, others were not so sure. And so, in the end, we decided
1: to film it. Yes. Which is a challenge all of its own. That's right.
0: So, this year there'll be the challenge not only of filming, but using green screen as well, which will make it interesting and dynamic.
1: Filming something is very different to performing it live because we're limited to our space Mm. for starters, especially with the green screen because it's so skiddy.
0: Yeah. Plus we've also got to physically be 1.5 metres from each other.
1: At all times.
0: Um, And then also when you're filming, you're not interacting with an audience in the way that you would with a live performance. So some of the magic gets a bit lost it does because we
1: rely a lot on the audience responses and the participation and I mean as I said before we had to really modify one of the one of the stories we were going to do as readers theater and there was another one that we were going to we had the kids doing a dance yeah um and then yeah we're teaching them a song so that had to be all changed as well yeah
0: so it will be a completely unique experience this year. And we 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 also took on the challenge of puppet making.
1: Yeah, that was a great idea, Karen. That was your idea? Well,
0: I don't know. I thought it was yours. And we <laughs> yours. We, we came to that challenge with an abundance of an enth- of enthusiasm and a shortage of expertise. So <laughs> <laughs> that definitely created some
1: Yes, I think our imagination is now being tested. By the limits of our actual ability. But that's okay. It's all about being in the moment. And how the thing feels and not exactly how it looks.
0: Exactly. So that's good. That's all good. Our enthusiasm is
1: greater than our ability. It's a very, very big, steep learning curve. Yeah,
0: let's not over labour that one. <laughs> that's all right. all along together, guys. Welcome to Chats with fabulous children's authors and illustrators. What stories, authors or books did you love as a child? Reach out at library at ncc.nsw.gov.au. So let's have a quick look at some of the highlights of our our Book Week years together, Jo. What what would be your favourite things of our Book Week shows over the last five years?
1: Oh my goodness! I think my favourite thing is the kids' responses and seeing their faces, um, and when they come in to the library afterwards and they're like, "I saw you in the book week play. You were a polar bear." Yeah,
0: I think that. Or you one. were Grandma Zed or Gary the pigeon or whatever. I think I
1: was less recognisable as Grandma Zed because of the wig.
0: True. Yes. And the marvellous accent. Marvellous, darling. Oh, Albert. I, I would have to say some of our characters that we've taken on over the years have been definitely been a highlight for me. Oh,
1: yeah. And you made the perfect Gary.
0: I did like being a pigeon.
1: It was very cool.
0: And I loved Chip. You were a great Chip the Seagull.
1: Chip, whose only word was Chip. But it was said with different expression, wasn't it? it, it it? Chip.
0: It conveyed so much, so much emotion through one word. And um, yeah, so I think also, as we mentioned before, bringing to life some of those non-fiction books was was um,
1: yeah. So I think you did a marvelous job of Phasmid.
0: Phasmid was good fun, and as I said, so much information gets conveyed through a story when it's told by a character. And you can see that with the kids. And know. Sorry
1: Day was also
0: very moving, very
1: powerful, hmm. and the kids surprised us with their response. Yeah. to that
0: because it was quite confronting. Some of the information about your know, children being stolen and paying uh, respects on Sorry Day and the solemnity of that, and and the kids held that the atmosphere, that really solemn atmosphere that was created. Um, they oh, really yeah. did. I was really impressed with that, with their responses. It was great.
1: And on the flip side of that coin, we had Mem Fox's I'm Australian 2. Oh, that
0: was marvellous. Which
1: we hesitantly turned into a very corny song well, or a corny tune.
0: It was, a, it was a, yeah, but it was easy to pick up and it was predictable. And so the kids knew what to anticipate. But. The the words that she had in that book lent themselves so readily to to becoming lyrics.
1: They did, they did. And for anyone who doesn't know what the book's about, it's about all the different types of people that make up Australians. So it's
0: nationalities, a
1: lot of refugees and uh, people who have lived here forever. My mob's been here forever. The indigenous population. Uh, com- and Post-war. Did it have
0: convicts? Yeah, convicts. Gr- yeah. Granny is a free settler. And I think Scotland. one of
1: the most intimidating moments but also one of the most rewarding was when we were performing that and we were just starting to sing I'm Australian too when a group of Aboriginal women came into the library for some something else. They were there to.
0: They were visiting for something
1: Yeah, I can't remember what. But they all stopped in the doorway just as we were starting to sing that. And I was like, oh no. And then the librarian who was showing them through the library came up to us afterwards. She said, oh, that was the perfect introduction. That was so amazing. And they just felt so welcomed and relaxed. And so, yeah, it was intimidating when it happened. But afterwards, it was really rewarding that. It offered them that experience
0: Yeah, yeah, no, it's good you, And you don't know how books and stories are going to affect people
1: No, because they affect everybody differently mm. I mean, my children keep picking books for me to read to them that make me cry
0: <laughs> Maybe they just want to see you cry, Joe. I don't think
1: so But they don't find them as sad as I do Yeah, yeah. Mind you, I'm a big softie, so Nothing
0: wrong with that <laughs> Uh, the other the other highlight, of course, is is that some of the stories themselves really latch on or we latch on to them.
1: Oh, yes. One of my favourite over the years was Duck and the Darklings. It was really
0: atmospheric, wasn't it?
1: I think Karen was quite overwhelmed by my ideas
0: for that one in the beginning. It was our first book week show together.
1: It was. And it was
0: big on tech. There was lighting and everything. I was very impressed with you, Joe.
1: That was our challenge that year. We have a different challenge every year. That was our challenge. That was the big set. That one. Yeah. Um, but Duck and the Darklings. It was. It's so. It's such a gentle story, but it has some fabulous lyrical language
0: mm. and strong imagery, and that lovely intergenerational aspect as well. Oh, with the, with the gran- granddad, yeah. and, oh, and, and
1: the oom papa.
0: <gasps> Yes. Yes. So this year, Joe we'll really miss the kids' reaction. Yeah. That's that is definitely.
1: Oh, it's not my favourite aspect. My favourite aspect is working with you, Karen.
0: Oh, I love working with you too, Joe. <laughs> <laughs> but,
1: yeah, so when it comes to performing, it's definitely the favourite thing.
0: Well, there's a real build-up. We get excited, we, we meet them, we we welcome them, and then we, in our heads when we go, right, we're going behind the screen now, are you ready? We're ready. Yeah, we're ready. And then secretly behind the screen we're going, don't. Our mission impossible because it's going to be possible it yes, we're awesome. It's pretty corny, but we do, we love all that energy that goes with it and the manic. Quick scene change costume change <laughs> trying to make particularly
1: it, last year with the polar bears
0: with the polar bear endless changing out of polar bear costumes. So there's a lot of energy that goes with the performance, and it comes from the kids, our relationship with the kids and, and the teachers, but also bouncing off each other. And that's, I mean, we'll still do that, but it won't be have it won't have that continuity that it does. With we'll the really
1: show. miss the energy that comes from the children, yeah, because in the end, we're doing it for them, yeah, so it'll be really. It'll be really sad this year because we won't see how they react to it. No.
0: And they let's face it, with the pandemic, everyone's doing so much online and it feels like we shortchange them by giving them something online. But the reality is if we had to change it at the last minute, it just we wouldn't be able to do.
1: No. And we did consider doing both, but it's such a change to the script because performing live is really different to filming, which we're – Finding out more and more every day, aren't we, Karen?
0: <laughs> yes, but we rise to the we're challenge. rising
1: to the challenge.
0: So, um, I was wondering, Joe, if you wanted to um, give give our audience a sneak preview on our, on the song that we're going to use in our book week show this year.
1: I would love to, Karen. A I brief- don't know what lyrics we're going to do. though. well,
0: we we won't do the whole thing. Anyway, um, Please. so we're going to give you a sneak preview. We wanted to sing a song which we normally do with the kids, because we were doing work with uh, Curious Creatures, Wild Minds, and we're working. We're including all these weird and wonderful animals from Sammy Bailey's Illustrated Encyclopedia of Ugly Animals. We also wanted to include as part of the theme the theme of acceptance that we have friends, um, we we know people who look different to us, they behave differently to us, um, but you know it's our, our differences friends. that make
1: us special. Yeah, and often in the case of the ugly animals, it's their ugly features that help with their survival. Um, and it makes it's what makes them really unique.
0: Yeah, and so we
1: wanted to celebrate the differences and the uniqueness in everybody. Yeah. Well, I don't care about the colour of your hair because I like you anyway and I don't care about the colour of your skin because I like you just that way. You're a friend, you're my friend and we will stick together till the end. Well, I don't care if you got three legs, cause I like you anyway. And I don't care if you talk to the air, cause I like you just that way. You're a friend, you're my friend, and we will stick together till the end. You're a
0: friend, you're my friend, and we will stick together till the end. So normally Book
1: Week is in the third week of August. In the
0: third week of August and we take it out to the schools and schools come to the libraries and that's when we perform it. But, of course, it got changed this year in the hope that it would still go ahead. Who knows what will happen in October, but it's now been rescheduled for October the 17th to 24th. That's so some, right. Some schools will still be doing their book parades if COVID restrictions allow. Some schools have already done
1: some Book Week things in the normal time frame. yeah. Um, just to keep the continuity and I know that some schools are already reading the Book Week books, which is excellent.
0: Yeah. So we will have our film available and the library will be contacting all our schools to let them know. Um, So we look forward to seeing you then, people, even though we won't see you, we'll miss that terribly.
1: We look forward to you seeing us in October for Book Week.
0: (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. That, that works too. Uh, thanks so much, Joe, for coming into the podcast station to um, do our chat.
1: Thanks for having me, Karen. It's been very fun.
0: It's a great fun start to our second series of chats with fabulous children's authors and illustrators and we hope everyone out there has a really great book week exploring all those
1: curious creatures and wild, wild minds.
0: Thanks for listening. Thanks so much for listening to Chats with fabulous children's authors and illustrators. Rate and review us wherever you listen to keep our story going. This has been a Newcastle Library's Real Production.